there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Paris and Alana, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. Welcome back, everybody. We have Jody again because her first episode was so good. We needed her back. You guys need her back. <laughs> this world needs her here. She has so much truth to speak from the Holy Spirit that we just believe is so anointed by God over this ministry and over our listeners. And so we are going to be talking again um, about navigating through singleness and what it looks like to do that um, through God and through the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I'm hey. excited. This is going to be so good. Welcome here, Jody. Yes, welcome hey, here. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Part two, here we go. Yeah, let's go. We're stoked for this. So <clears throat> a question that we really um, felt led to walk in today in this episode was, what is a huge battle the enemy constantly is confronting single women with, Jody? Okay, so I think there's a couple things. Um, first of all, I think the the huge one is that you're not complete without a relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that is so huge. Um, yes. I, you know, I think from television to radio to the internet um, to to the people around us, we're always getting that message, whether it's like directly or subconsciously. But you need to be in a relationship. And, you know, I think at the right time, it is a great thing, but there are so many things that you can do in a single, single season or season of singleness that you honestly just cannot do when you're with someone. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there, I really believe that God's has times and seasons for us. And um, if we're so, oh, I guess I don't want to say overcome, but if you're so focused um, when you're single, if you're so focused on being in a relationship, I think that's like a complete distraction and time Amen. waster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from what God wants you to do in that season of singleness. And so, yeah, I think there's so much of believing that, you know, my life would be so much better with somebody. And at the right time, yes, I do believe it will be amazing. But in the season of singleness, I think we miss out on so much um, because we're believing that lie that yeah. we're we're nobody without someone else. Right. Yeah. So Jody, can I ask you a question? Actually, this came up when you were talking. Can you tell us how you personally have found peace through the Holy Spirit navigating through your season of singleness despite that exact distraction with the enemy confronting you with? Yeah, for sure. And I think I've gone through you know, different stages. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm honest. I'm not going to say that I haven't gone through a stage where it's like, "Mm, man, it would sure be nice to find somebody or even in a season where I have been like, Oh my goodness, you know, just so focused on that. Mm -hmm. But then just thinking like, man, like what am I missing out on right now? And so for me, you know, I think I mentioned some things before Uh, one kind of cool thought, I guess, is really your husband you know, the Lord willing that to get married, that he wants you to get married, your husband is out there. So, I mean, just that, that, that thought in the back of your head is kind of a comforting thought, but Mm. you know, how can I prepare myself to be the best me for him? Yeah. And so, you know, I know there's no perfect people, but I believe really just, you know, what can I do to prepare myself? 
um, relationally, um, mentally, emotionally, those kinds of things, you know, mm-hmm. working with God. And I think, you know, not just that focus of like, how can I be the best me for this guy, but really how can I be the best me for what God has called me on this earth for? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And when that becomes your focus, um, you know, you, everything's put on the back shelf. You're not constantly thinking like, Oh, I'm nobody or I'm nobody without a relationship. So mm-hmm. I think working on that, working on the relationships you do have, because I think they're preparation. And I think oh, family, I mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think family too is the number one place to start. I think, you know, God put us in families for a reason and you know the families that god has given us the siblings the parents there are parents there are siblings for a reason and you know sometimes i think family issues can be the hardest and they're probably the people that see you at your worst and your most dysfunctional but i think <laughs> really to keep working on those relationships um it really refines you and how can yes. you feed into other people how can i be an encouragement to others Right. Like, I think when we have that pivotal point of realizing like, wow, like life is not all about me. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But like, how can I make someone else's life better? And in the process, um, you know, I think learning selflessness isn't an easy thing, but I think that's one thing too, that we, you know, go into marriage. It's not, you know, Hey, you can walk all over me, but really learning, to think of others and what are the needs of others. So preparing yourself. So when you go into marriage, those things are more automatic, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that you mentioned being prepared and thinking this of a season of, okay, God's preparing me for this. And I loved how you also said he's refining me and he's refining me by the people around me and the situations that he's putting me through and that the seasons I'm walking through, you know, and it's important, yeah. like you stress over and over again, that we are walking this alongside the Holy Spirit. We need to be walking this as a spiritual mindset as well. I mean, that goes for no matter who you are and where right. you're at in life, right? Like having that spiritual yeah. mindset that this is not kingdom come on this earth, yeah. right? Like <laughs> this is not our home, right? And when you can, when yeah. we can switch that mindset and be okay, I'm living in such a way that it's resounding of what Jesus is asking me, you know, in, in lifetime to come and what he's preparing me for ultimately and for his glory. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah. And I, I just want to add too, like in every season of life, I really think like the Lord has goals for us. The Lord has mm. a vision. It doesn't always have to be like, well, my, my vision, my goal is like to meet my husband, you know? Nice. Um, I mean, that can, I mean, that can be kind of an overall goal that you're working at, you know, on your personality, mm-hmm. on your character, on your, on, you know, your relationship with God. But at the same time, like there's tangible goals. Okay, God, like, um, for me, I guess like right now it's, you know, I'm kind of, I have a business plan that I'm working on a, yeah. you know, like a small business. So yeah. those kinds of things, like we, God did put us in the earth for a reason, right? Yes. So, I mean, There's we, purpose. We're, we're mm-hmm. in the world, but we're not of the world. So mm-hmm. what else, Lord? Like, what are some goals you want me to have for this season? What do you want me to do? So I think really like being purposeful about life yes. and, and really focusing on that and you know breaking those bigger goals down into smaller goals um so you just feel accomplished like we feel better 
when we are accomplishing something. So I would just say like, we have to have purpose daily. Like, what are you getting up for? What are, what is your end goal? I think to have those things in mind is so helpful. I love that. That's so good. Another question that came to mind, Jody, was like, so last episode we had talked about, and you mentioned like the importance of family and, you know, connecting Mm -hmm. with family and being involved in a family unit. Um, But is there also like a a significance or importance to also like building a community of other single people around you? Mm. 100%, right? And Mm. I think this is something I always pray and I always pray for other people. Lord, put the right people in my life and keep the wrong ones away. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it doesn't mean God created all people, right? But there mm-hmm. are times and seasons, and in certain seasons, some people will just be a distraction. They will waste our time mm-hmm. from what the Lord wants us focused on. And it doesn't mean they're wrong. It doesn't mean God doesn't love them. But in a certain season, they might, like the Lord might have a certain focus and it might be a distraction. Yeah. And for um, us to be aware of that, like that's oh, huge, totally. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is, Lord, like, please put the right people around me. Put the right people around me that will challenge me, mm-hmm. that will tell me the truth, not just yes. tell me what I want to hear. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and sometimes, you know, like, it's okay to have people with, I'm not saying like extremely different, like spiritual views. I mean, and that's okay because God needs people to outreach to them. I mean, you have to be wise with how much time you lend to that. Right. But, um, just Lord, like put people that will help me grow, not just tell me what I want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we are in relationship with other human beings to grow. We can either, you know, totally cut them off. And be, and I mean, there are times where you totally have to cut people off, yeah. but a lot of times the Lord puts people in our life that are like sandpaper <laughs> and they, they yeah. are going to refine us. And I mean, yes. a lot of times we, we want to just get away from it. Um, but, and I mean, th- yes, that's definitely happened to me. You just want to get away from certain people, but sometimes the Lord is asking you to work through your relationship with that people, with that person or people in order to refine us. So mm-hmm. yes, we need other people. Like somebody said to me one time, they're really stuck. No man is an island, right? Yeah. Right. You, think, you know, I'm going to cut everybody off. You know, everybody else is the problem, but uh, we're, we're often the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and we right. often need refining ourselves. So yeah, I hope that answers that. Yeah. No, that was great. Thank you. Okay. And Jody. We do want to bring another aspect of that. I love, Alana, that you just brought in the aspect of, you know, relationship. So kind of piggybacking off of that, Jody, and talking about relationship with friends, can we go a bit deeper here and a little bit more intimate here and talk about what about the single women who have been in a sexual relationship in their past and now they're trying to move forward um, from that and, and, you know, release the past and, you know, the roots from that and what the enemy would like to hold them back in from that. Yeah, no, this is such a good question. Um, I mean, I don't have this like big theological <laughs> backing. <laughs> I mean, if I had the time, I could really put this together. But I mean, this is a this is a great question. And I can answer this kind of in short. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe like, okay, so there's something called sexual imprinting. Um, and a lot of our sexual experiences are Mm. based off 
of sexual imprinting. So sexual mm -hmm. imprinting is your very first sexual experience. Okay. Um, yeah. And then it, and it somewhat makes a, a mold mm -hmm. um, for your future experiences. And so often the enemy will like loves to pervert mm -hmm. um, our very first sexual experience because yeah. that will, will then serve as a reference point yeah, for to so much more into the future experiences. Right. But I mean, through the Lord, there's redemption, right? And mm -hmm. I'm going to go Amen. into that a little bit. So, I mean, don't get, don't get caught up there. And, um, the other thing I'm sure you guys, well, most people have heard of soul ties. Are right. soul ties real? Um, are there biblical, I, I don't, I'm sorry, like right now I don't have it in front of me. I could totally give you biblical references <laughs> to soul ties. But you even think about blood covenants in the Old Testament, right? Yeah. And with with first sexual experiences, not every woman bleeds, um, but some do. And, and you can kind of look at that as a blood covenant. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't mean you're going to obviously bleed with every partner. But, um, you know, I was listening to something yesterday and they talked about, you know, the Christian references, soul ties. But if you look at it, it's like an intertwining mm. of spirit. So, yeah. you know, when you have sex with somebody, you're not just physically having sex. You are now intertwined yeah. with, the, with them emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, so, I mean, when you go, you know, let's say somebody had a one night stand or had a boyfriend and they leave that, a lot of people have a hard time getting over it. Mm -hmm. But that is because in the spirit, you are tied. It, but I mean, once again, thank you, Jesus. There's <laughs> hope, right? Yes. And so, I mean, you don't ever want to go into a relationship or, you know, sexual engagement thinking, mm, I can just ask for forgiveness, right? right. That, that's not how it works. Yeah. Like, There's not right. as as Yeah, yes. don't, uh, don't abuse our freedoms, right? Exactly. Exactly. Um, but you know, you can pray a simple prayer, like Lord, in the name of Jesus, I ask, um, by your, by the power of your blood that you would just cut off any tie I have physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, um, with this person. And I ask yeah. Lord that you would bless them. And, um, another part that I've heard for this prayer is Lord, in the name of Jesus, I just take back anything from this person, you can name them, that they might have of me emotionally, physically, spiritually, yes. physically. Yes. Um, and it's just a simple prayer. It does not have to be complicated. Yes. Um, you might want to have somebody pray it with you. You might want to pray it by yourself. Um, but then will come the temptation after that, mm. right? Like maybe you'll get a text from them. Maybe right. you'll find an old letter. I just want to say, like, do not hang on. This is a huge one. Do not hang on to old things from that relationship. You have old yes. love letters. You have photos. Like, I understand if you were married to them and, and, you know, you're divorced and maybe you want to keep a couple pictures for the kids later on, you know, put those right. in a safe. But do not hang on to things because they can become a stumbling block later on. Yes. So if you have old pictures, if you have old letters, if you have something, uh, throw it in the garbage or give it away. Like yeah. you do not need to keep those things because I promise you it, you know, let's say you've dealt with it. You've done the prayer. 
you know, you see some texts or messages, you don't owe them anything. Like you do not because you will open that door. The feelings will come back. It is yeah. a door for the enemy. Like yeah. take my advice, get rid of it. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, I think with the sexual relationships and then you ask God, like, God, you know, heal me from this mm-hmm. because it is, you know, once you're together and you're separated, it you know, Lord, heal my mind, heal my memories, heal my thoughts. It doesn't mean we're maybe not going to have certain memories, but Lord, just take the emotional attachment away from those memories. Um, And sometimes it's going to hurt. It's going to suck, but you have to walk through it. And you're just like, Jesus, take the wheel and give me strength, right? Yes. (laughs) Help me to walk through this. Um, And Lord, teach me like, what would a healthy sexual relationship look like? And I mean, you got to be careful. You got to be careful where you go looking, where you go seeking your Mm -hmm. advice. And because you, you might be vulnerable and we are sexual beings. So you do have Mm -hmm. to guard your heart, Mm -hmm. but Lord, like just help me to heal from this. And, um, Lord, I just pray for somebody, you know, my husband, that he would be, you know, emotionally healthy. And I really believe like when you do start dating, you're really going to, if you, you know, cross that line before, you're really going to need to put those boundaries up while yes, dating. Yes. Yes. Um, I, you know, you have to, we can't just wait till we, till we get there and kind of be like, Oh no, I'll deal. I'll cross that bridge. No, right. You need to prepare. Like if we're not, pre- what is the, what's the saying? Like something about like failing to prepare, you know, if you fail to prepare, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. There we yeah, go. Yes, there it is. It. It. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I hope that answers the question. Yes, yeah, that was so that, good. That and I love so good. Love the practicality of you just like say like here are the prayers you can pray like Yes, so I love that too. That was fantastic. And so thank you so much for that. Yes, when you guys were sorry, Jody, when you were chatting there about yeah. you know even going back to biblical references, it was 1 Corinthians 6:16 6, that came to mind for me. Okay. And and it says, "Do you not know that he who unites himself with another uh, in body yeah. becomes one flesh with her. Amen. And I was like, man, I just read that yesterday. So and good. I was like, that is it. That's right there. I mean, the scriptures are amazing. And, you know, it's sad. Yeah. But I hear often people saying, well, you know, I have this problem, but the Bible doesn't address, this, address it. And I'm mm. like, yeah. read your Bible. <laughs> study that thing but it's there like there is nothing that we cannot come up against that god has prepared us for through his word like it is all there right like to establish us in confronting things and dealing with things and in refining us and that verse right there says it like going back to soul ties and going back to the imprinting of sexual imprints like yeah, you are literally joined together and united in, in my body and spirit. That is extremely powerful, right? Yeah, and I just want to, yeah, say one thing too, you know, like let's say you break up, you totally like haven't done the soul type thing. You're trying to move on in life and you just like feel like you're going through the same cycle. You're like, why do mm-hmm. I get caught into the same thing? Or, you know, I'm having this issue I never used to have, to, have it before. If you are tied to someone, your issue actually might be someone else's, but until you break that, it has access to your life. 
Absolutely. So do not underestimate the power of breaking those ties. And don't be like, hmm, I'll wait for it to do it next week. Uh Uh-uh. You do it today. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's fantastic. What a great, like, call to action, too, to, like, look at your life and and be like, oh, crap, what about this relationship I had so and so many years ago? Did I ever, you know, break a tie from that? Like, you know, yeah. people who like listen, who maybe haven't even thought about it. So that was fantastic. Yeah. And, and the thing is, some people might freak out and they'll be like, I can't remember everything right now. Right. Don't worry. Like the Holy Spirit will bring, you know, you can take some time with the Lord and just say, Lord, like, what do you want me to break right now? Like, yeah. please bring things to mind. And then afterward, just trust, like, do not go and stress and start like this being your focus, but just trust that the Holy Spirit will bring something to mind. You might be driving in the car. You might be walking down the road. You can do it right then and there. So no stress. Yeah. Yeah. I love, you just remind me of, you know, the verse, that beautiful verse of faith. And you can have faith like a mustard seed, but God will still move mountains through that, through you because of the power of the Holy Spirit. And I know talking, you know, to some very special women in my life that have gone through a lot of, um, they have a lot of past to them with yeah. relationships and that's their mountains right there is moving right. forward. It's moving forward from all of the stuff that they've went through and had to deal with. And that's their mountains. And I loved how you said that Jody. It's like, don't stress it. The Holy spirit's right there, you know, and yeah. it's a matter of just putting that faith in there and you deal with it. You get the closure and like you said, be prepared for temptation. Be prepared for the enemy to attack because this is a spiritual batter, battle. But yeah. you keep going on. And God's word is full of promises in being faithful to us when we are faithful to him, which is so beautiful. I think there's one more thing that just kind of came to mind that I really need to mention. So many. <laughs> and I, I can only speak for women. I'm not a man. So I mean, I'm sure someone else is taking this on. But so many times I think especially Christian people or women girls will be like you know like but I need I need him to know about God or like if if I can't tell him about it like oh like what's gonna happen to him spiritually you know okay God is big enough and and the one thing you know if you keep focused on that person and I'm not saying like you can't pray for them but I just this is personal experience I don't Um, so I'll just tell you one of my experiences, you know, and this happened with somebody that I dated before, you know, I just thought like, if I'm not praying for them every day, if I'm not doing this, like, you know, how's God, how's God going to save them? And, Mm. you know, it just like occurred to me, you know, when they're at the center of my mind every day, it is like picking a scab that is like never going to heal. And Hmm. you just have to trust and be like, okay, God. You are big enough. You have created them. You can send the right person into their life to speak to them. Like God is big enough. He can send someone you don't know. Um, so there might be a season where, you know, the Lord asks you just, you need, you truly need to put them on the back shelf mm-hmm. and let me and trust me that I love them enough to send the right person into their life. You know, oh, you know, uh, so many times girls find like the littlest reason, like, oh, I just like, I have this thing of yours, so I need to hold on. Like sometime, literally, you have to cut all ties and completely just trust the Lord and know that he loves them. He has their best interest and he will send the right person into their life. 
Hey friends, thank you so much for hanging out with us as we dive deeper into meaningful, godly intimacy, tackle the hard questions, and embrace truth while we're at it. We're also on Instagram at Kingdom Sexuality. You'll find our Instagram handle below in the show notes, where you'll also see any other resource links we may have mentioned in today's episode. As always, our hearts are to cultivate deep community and freedom with you guys. And we cannot wait to continue this journey alongside you. We'll see you in the next episode.